to episode 107 of Chew On This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Folks, uh, we're broke. And we need your money. <laughs> uh, we're on uh, Patreon.com. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Uh, you could donate as a uh, sponsor. Donate is kind of a weird word. Sponsor is a good word because you're literally sponsoring us and becoming one of the Chew Crew for as little as a dollar a month. And we have different types of rewards, You know, anywhere from a shout-out all the way to you come on the podcast with us and kind of run with it, you know, have your own topics and all that. Uh, T-shirts, hats, all kinds of good stuff. But that is uh, www.patreon.com forward slash chew on this podcast. And in case you haven't uh, heard the few um, descriptions we've given of why we keep talking about this place called Wawa, it's a gas station that, ha- well, now it's a gas station, but it's also like a Seven Eleven type, but better. Because they make fresh sandwiches, they have fresh food there. Um, I it's only in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, parts of New York, and I think in Florida. So I was from New Jersey. BJ came out to visit one time. Mm-hmm. He had it. He realizes how good these sandwiches are. They're awesome, perfectly priced. Dollar coffees, great coffee, way better than the overpriced Star uh, Starbucks. So <clears throat> the hashtag that's been going on for what six or seven months now Long time. is uh, yeah, uh, it's hashtag West Coast Wawa trying to get somebody at Wawa to pick up on this hashtag and say why are these two idiots constantly putting this hashtag up, and hopefully they come out here to California. So hashtag West Coast Wawa, and that brings us to this episode, which we will be re- reviewing a sequel from a couple years ago. Bad Mom's Christmas. <laughs> no, it's 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 Thor Ragnarok. Um, and this movie, let's just get the boring stuff out of the way. Made a shit ton of money for Marvel. Yeah, a ton of money for Marvel. Yeah, um, one hundred and twenty million is not the final tally, but that's the projected amount for the weekend. It killed over in China, um, and it is kicking the ass of any movie. Uh, in the series for the Thor, for the for Thor, yeah. Um, in one week, it's made almost as much money as the first Thor worldwide in the entire, in run. The entire yeah. run. Yeah, like four hundred something million so far total. Um, and right now, the the Rotten Tomatoes rating is at ninety three percent, but it was up. I was up in the high nineties for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's got about two hundred and fifty something reviews in. So. A very highly rated movie, and I'll just go ahead and give my initial reaction first. Okay. I wasn't a big, I wasn't really a big fan. Um, the fears that I had about this movie going in, about hearing that it was going to be improv, a lot of lines were improv, and you know they just kind of went with it, and and you know it's, it kind of started with that viral video of, of Thor having that roommate, you know, a little bit started with that. The transformation from Thor being the serious, you know, thunder of God, God of Thunder, um, to to what he is in Thor Ragnarok. Um, so it's it's kind of been going a little bit virally, and then you you finally see it here uh, in Thor, and and that was my worry that it just didn't fit the character right, it didn't fit the tone of the movie, and I was really worried about it. And I think that's the same things that people had a problem with in Ghostbusters too, the remake. That you know, like half of it was you know improv, and it didn't really need that to be. And th- and I felt like the same thing here. So that's my initial reaction. We'll definitely go into way, I'll definitely go into way more details after this. But my initial reaction was I 
wasn't a big fan. I I just I didn't get it. Um, I, I I went into it, you know, thinking kind of roughly the same thing. I mean, the the reviews were so high, but I I thought, well, maybe that's because it's such a tonal change and it's like a shock to the system for certain. Or well, it was a shock to my system, but for everyone else, maybe they just had a good time like, you know, going into Guardians of the Galaxy or something like that, which this type of tone and all that works. Um, they went a completely different way with this one. And in certain aspects, I get it. Like, I was looking forward to having a little more lighthearted fun with Thor because he's been more of the, you know, the serious uh, tonal movies. Um, yeah, even more serious than Captain America, which is hard to do. Yeah, and um, I just, I, man, I don't know. They swung for the fences. I'll give him that. But there was a lot of times where I rolled my eyes and I was like, really? Like, that is a terrible joke or that... It went too long. It went too long. Um, so so my initial reaction, too, was I... I mean, this isn't Iron Man 2 and 3 bad. No. But, no. but I definitely... I didn't... I, I just didn't get it. I was like, why did they do this? Uh, because there's a lot of serious... <laughs> There's a lot of serious shit going on in this movie. Yeah, or yeah. It should be. And you could, and you could kind of, you can kind of pinpoint exactly when the ice was going to break from the scene. You never, you never get to actually realize the the, the dire situation going on in this movie, um, and that's and that's a few plot problems that I had with this movie too. And and this this is this is really interesting too because this is so high in Rotten Tomatoes that I was like, all right, it's going to be awesome again, you know, because I had, I had a really good time at Guardians 2, even though I didn't think it was that as good as the first one. But at the same time, I, you know, with the 93% rating, they're, you know, again, they're, they're, they're an aggregated review site. So they're not getting these, they're not, nobody's paying for these reviews. So that's, that's a pretty big deal when 93% of the reviews coming in, about 260 something reviews coming in. And I'm thinking that's way too high. Way uh, too high. Um, here, here's the other thing too. I don't hate this movie because the there are the story overall is actually pretty good. There are like I have major plot problems with it coming right off the bat from the movie from the very beginning of the movie. But the overall story I really enjoyed. I loved the Ragnar. I loved Kate Kate Blanchett in, in, mm-hmm. in this. I absolutely loved her in this. I thought she was perfect. She looked really good in that outfit. I never ever thought of Kate Blanchett that way. Yeah, but me neither. She looked she looked Pretty really badass. good. Yeah, and she did a phenomenal job as Hella. I and individually, I really liked every person in this movie. I even liked Chris Hemsworth in this movie. The problem I had was those improv lines, and it was really it was really annoying right from the start. So. Like always, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Don't be listening to this if you haven't seen the movie. Right from the start where he's hanging, mm-hmm. when he drops down, and the guy is trying to tell you, like, basically the overarch of what Ragnarok is. And I've been trying to figure out what their version of Ragnarok has been or is going to be versus what was in the in, in the comic books. Right. So here's this important part of telling you what the MCU Ragnarok is, and they keep fucking throwing in that joke where he keeps spitting around on the chain oh yeah yeah and i'm like that's a fuck that's like that's that's such a it it took me out of the seriousness of the and it it set the tone like you know how in the first guardians of the galaxy when he puts when peter puts on those 
Um, that, well, between the the mother dying and then you get to uh, when he puts the headphones on and he starts dancing. Yeah. Those two things told you exactly what this movie was going to be, right? And it worked. You got the emotional part, and then you got like the lighthearted part of it. For some reason, it just worked because Peter Quill's like that. Mm-hmm. The lightheartedness in here, where in most Marvel, some Marvel, some serious Marvel movies like Civil War and things like, there's there's certain things that break the ice, you know, like a Tony Stark thing or something like that, and some, you know, the the scene where Captain America kisses, you know, Agent whatever mm-hmm. thirty nine or whatever mm-hmm. for the first time, and then you know Bucky and what's his face are sitting in the car smiling. Those are yeah. like cool things that break the ice. Yeah. But but the tone of it, like you would think a movie about your entire planet being destroyed, you wouldn't have this much comedy in it. They, yes, they, there are jokes in here that work. They melted the ice. <laughs> yeah. And, and never came back. Yeah, like they, they there are parts in it that really work at certain parts. There's a couple of times where I laughed out loud, but the parts that really bugged me were the the scenes where they're trying to do something serious or something's trying or something, a bombshell just dropped and then something like, and then they throw in a joke five seconds later and you can't sit with that emotion long enough to actually have that process with you, you know, because there were so many jokes leading up to, to Odin's death. Yeah. When he died, I was like, died. it was like, I didn't really, I didn't really care. Yeah. Yeah. That was you know, cause immediately problems. after that, Hella shows up, you know, Hella shows up. And then even in that fucking scene alone, there's, there's, there's jokes, you know, and I I expect it from Loki, but I I don't expect it from Thor in those serious moments. And I, I wish they cut back a little bit. And that's my opinion of it. I, a lot of people were laughing and really enjoyed it in the theater. I didn't. It was kind of like watching. For me, it felt weird for the first time watching a Marvel movie where I didn't laugh with the people. I I haven't felt like that since I saw. Devastator's balls on IMAX, for, <laughs> where people were laughing at that scene. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, and, I, and it felt really weird that this was a Marvel movie, and I had that feeling. It, it was. Uh, that's exactly how I felt the entire time. Like, like you know, my my kids were they were laughing throughout the whole movie. They thought it was great, but like I was really. I mean, maybe I was looking at it too harshly, but at the same time, it's like. I've been with that character for 10 years now and like, or maybe a little less. And it got to this one. And it's like in, in the other movies, he sprinkled humor in it and it worked perfectly. And then in this one, it's like one long joke through the whole thing. And I'm like, there was just no, it was like watching naked gun, but without the, you know, the wackiness, but it was like watching naked where it's like a mile a minute. Like there's jokes mile a minute. And if you blink, you miss something joke wise. And that's not what this should have been. I mean, some of the humor worked really, really well, but majority of it, especially God, I love Jeff Goldblum so much, and I, I right. wanted to kick his teeth in. I was like, "Oh my God!" You know why? You know why he didn't work God. is because everybody had one-liners in this movie, and then you get to Jeff Goldblum's character, right? And it's overkill because that's yeah. the next level that he had to take it to. Yeah, I guarantee you, if it wasn't like fifty jokes from Thor before the the opening credits even showed Thor Ragnarok. He had already told like ten jokes or twelve jokes already before the opening credits. Right. That's that's kind of ridiculous in a movie like this, where his home planet's supposed to buck, like fucking be destroyed. And I, I really, honestly, I liked Jeff Goldblum a lot in this movie, I, probably better than you. But I think the reason why you don't like it is because by the time you got to the Grandmaster, you had already heard like fifty jokes. Yeah. 
or 50 or like, you know, 50 jokes or gags. And then you get to him, you're like, okay, he's supposed to be funny too, but why is everybody's like, you always get that one character that's supposed to be the funny person, right? And everybody else is trying to be serious. You know, that's why Gamora and Peter Quill work really well together, right? right? So, but unfortunately, when you get to the Grandmaster, the main character, Thor, who, you know, doesn't, he doesn't like, one of my favorite lines is, is he's adopted from the Avengers right. when he says that about Loki. Right. And that's not really a joke joke. It's like, it, it's just a perfect like quip to say. And it's really funny, you know, and I would have preferred jokes like that from Thor where everybody else would have more lines, you know, because, or, or more joke lines where he's just kind of playing off everybody and he's just trying to get away from it. And, and so basically like Thor's like mile a minute jokes take away from, the grandmaster that's my opinion anyway no it's that's like, totally that's totally it um and by the time you get to the the grandmaster yeah he has really long pauses and really and it would have worked if the rest of the movie wasn't so silly i mean you're right, he, right. he's supposed to be this over-the-top character which he played it probably the way he should have played it but it it it's like oh my god it's like is there anybody in this fucking movie that's serious you know yeah. and and you had a great you had a great villain. You had Kate Blanchett as a I mean, probably one of the best MCU villains. And they kind of she's kind of wasted in this movie because they're telling all these jokes. It's like it it it's not funny when they, you know, do, you know, 50 funny things in a row. It's like, man, like usually usually it's the complete opposite. It's all serious, 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 and then there's a little joke here and there, which right. But it was the complete opposite. It was like they they made a, a comedy, and even like um, that Thor was in. Yeah, that yeah, it was a comedy that Thor was in, and even like somebody like you know Banner, who's supposed to be this like you know logical scientist, or whatever. Even he's reduced to like this funny sidekick, you know, whatever. And and I'll, the other thing that that so I don't know, I'm kind of going away from that. But um, the other thing that really bugged me was um, they did... Okay, so Marvel usually shows you something in a trailer that gets you really excited. And, and one of the things was, you know, oh, it's my friend. He's I know him from work, you know, and it's Hulk, you know, pops out of the thing. I'm kind of mad now that they showed that because that would have been... A, that was a really cool, you know, kind of... Uh, I wish they would have hid Hulk from this movie completely. I didn't want to yeah. know Hulk was in it. It would have been such a cool thing for him to pop out and me being all surprised, number one. Number two, I have never seen a trailer this uh, with this much um, footage that was altered to make the to make the um, the audience wonder different things. Like I I, right. I remember watching the trailer, going, "Oh, cool." Then I'm watching the movie and I'm witnessing the things that were in the trailer, but they were completely altered. So I was like, "Oh, okay." So Thor lost an eye. All right, right, because you see him with the glowing eyes in that scene at right. the end of the movie in the trailer, but when you see the close up, his eyes not all fucked up. They took away like all the redness from that right eye. Yeah, they changed. I mean, there was a lot of things that were altered um, to kind of I don't know to mask what was really going on and all that stuff. And I was like, all right, like God, like that's they they did a lot. They altered a lot in the trailer. Yeah. Um, um, there, there are good things in this movie. Like there are, like I said, everybody is really good. Even Thor cracking jokes. I thought he did a really good job. I just didn't want my Thor to be the comic relief. 
yeah, you know, well, everybody was the well, comic you know, relief. Here's here's the thing. It's like we're not. <laughs> it sounds like we're really shitting on this movie. It's still yeah, yeah. it's still better than than most things <clears throat> out there. I think because we've this is what the seventeenth or eighteenth movie now. We expect yeah. we expect a certain level of. Well, of course, we also expected know. it from the Rotten Tomatoes rating as well. Yeah, I mean, at the time that we went to go see this movie, I think it was like ninety six, ninety seven percent, which high. is the best. Yeah. Which is the best rated. Uh, reviewed uh, Marvel movie. I would. It was higher than uh, uh, Iron Man, the first one. Yeah. And it, Iron Man actually is a really good example of what I expect from Thor. As there's serious parts in that movie, and Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark lets it breathe. Mm-hmm. He doesn't crack it. He doesn't crack fifty jokes. He just says things a certain way without actually cracking a joke. You know, when he's talking to when he's talking to uh, Pepper, there's jokes there. But when he's in that cave scene trying to survive, it's not really any jokes. You know, it, it, because it lets you breathe and lets you feel. You know, he's already going to get out because you've already seen it. Right. But but you still you're still there with him because the the severity of the the scene and the situation that he's in, it, the the director John Favreau lets you breathe in that scene. Like it lets you sit and like have that palate in your emotion saying like, fuck, this is really bad for Tony, you know? Mm-hmm. And when, again, the, uh, in the beginning of the movie, when he's trying to tell you what Ragnarok is and how fucking serious it is, basically your entire planet is going to die. There's that spinning on the fucking chain joke right? that keeps breaking, breaking the, that emotion that you have for how serious this issue is, you know? And, there's an there's another scene where uh you see Valkyrie's uh past, right? You see it where that gorgeous shot, which I loved in the trailer and it looked even better on, on IMAX, was where she's coming out of the skies uh going against Hella. Oh, God, and you got that gorgeous. panda yeah. on IMAX, dude, it was fucking sick, right? And then right after that scene, there's like a joke right after that. I'm like, motherfucker. Like, you, you just showed this gorgeous shot, right? Yes, it's all CG, whatever. I don't care. It was fucking gorgeous, right? And you go for that really emotional scene, and then right then and there, there's a joke right after that. It doesn't get to sit with you of, like, why this woman is there, you know, in that position that she's in. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's really weird because usually we're everyone, you know, most people are blasting MCU or the movies with the fact that the villains aren't as as strong as people had hoped. And now the one time where you actually had a really good villain and you had to actually, they had a good story. They really yeah. had a good story there. I didn't even mind that, that Hella was like a long lost sister. I didn't, I, I was like, Oh shit. Like I, I enjoyed all that, but I couldn't, yeah. like you said, I didn't have enough time to process it before somebody would say some fucking, you know, poopy joke or something that was completely out of place. And I'm just like, why? Fuck. I mean, they jumped the shark when they had a dick joke in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, I'm like, fuck. Did Michael did, did anybody write not? This? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, holy shit! Like, I, I'm Thor is making a dick joke, kind of, and I see Hulk's ass. I'm like. This is fucking <laughs> Michael Bay wrote this scene. I'm like, fuck me. <laughs> so I, you know, and and he's trying to get you know Hulk to 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 help him, right? And like then there's this that obviously that whole improv scene 
apparently like Chris Hemsworth wrote the line or came up with the line. Oh, it's, it's in my brain now when he closed his eyes. Yeah. Which would have been for me anyway, would have been a fucking ton funnier if he wasn't telling so many jokes up until that point. Right. Like that right there, breaking character and saying it's in my brain now would have like, I would have died laughing because you weren't expecting it. But by that point in time, I was expecting a joke every time something fucking serious yeah, happened. Yeah. Like, oh, your dad's dead? Joke. You know, oh, you, oh there's no way you're going to get off this planet? Joke. That reminds me, like, yeah, his dad dies. He, his his merrymen, the people that he worked with, all fucking died. Right. You never that's, see, the, that's, that's the other thing no I had. No emotion, pro- like, nothing. They just get Right, pumped. so here's the other thing. Yeah, exactly. I was shocked. And again, there was a joke right after that because when they when those two guys got killed right away from Hella, I was like, oh, fuck. My jaw was open because like they played a huge part in the other two movies, kind of. Mm-hmm. you know. And and that's the other problem I had, too, is like the last time you saw Thor, Thor was he, – he disappeared away to try – he went back to Asgard to try to find out what this whole – his imagery was, right? Mm-hmm. Flash forward to now, you find out that he is ghost of this, I forget the name of this god or this monster or whatever, but he goes there, he tells you, like, he's been trying to find Ragnarok and all this. So, like, or find out what the whole deal with all this stuff is. Right. Why doesn't he have his people with him? I don't know. In that situation. When he was, like, saying, like, oh, I'm going to break out of these chains, I was like, oh, fuck, those guys are somewhere hidden in this room. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And it never happened. And I was thinking, like, on top of that, you've been gone from like you went back to you went back to Asgard from Avengers, and then you never told anybody what you were doing. You just disappeared. Like you didn't even go see your father after you came back from Earth. Like wouldn't your father have asked, for, or you you did you did see him, but like you never went and told anybody that you were going to be gone for a long time, and you didn't bring any of your army people with you. Right. Where was Lady Sif? She disappeared too. I don't know. They she they explained in it in all. some article. They they explained it in some article where she couldn't. She they wanted her back, but she couldn't do it because she's on the blind spot, and it was literally overlapping by the time they released the schedule, the the shooting schedule. Even though the the other two guys, like literally, you know, the dude from Chuck, just gets punked like one second. You right. Know, well, like that leaves Lady Sif for something later. I guess. She might, I don't know. Where, but that's kind of weird that you never see her either. Yeah. Um, but it really was just logistics in the real world. Like in Thor's world, I don't know how they're going to explain that away. Where like, because he doesn't even ask about his people, the, no. his friends. No. When Thor comes back, he doesn't ask for anybody. Like, hey, where's where's Harry? You know, I don't know the guy's name. I'm just going to call him Harry. There's just but, no emotion. Like I wanted. Him hey, to where's like, where's Bill? Yeah. You know, like I want him to be. There's no questions. There, there was just it was one note. It's funny to say that, but it, literally the movie was one note. And it was just it was just comedy throughout the whole thing. Yeah, and he, again, the funniest part about this whole thing is I actually enjoyed the story. Trying to trying to take my mind out of like, all right, I'm gonna get a fucking joke here, fuck you. But just staying with the story itself, mm-hmm. it was a. I thought it was a very interesting it story. Is. Again, yeah, me too. again, plot holes. Again, plot holes like Thor. Like, why is he out there by himself? Why doesn't he ask about where all his fucking his best warriors are? You know, when he goes back. Right. He only talks to Heimdall. Right. That's it. Nobody else. Who's in hiding. You know, like he doesn't ask Heimdall like, hey, you know, the best warriors on Asgard, gather them. And then Heimdall could be like, oh, fuck, they were the first ones to die. And then he'd be all upset. You know, yeah. right. And then there would be a joke. But yeah. but like, 
but he doesn't ask like if 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 your planet's gonna die like wouldn't you ask to be like hey um i know my dad's dead but how are all my best friends because you know my mom died too so i only have my friends how are my friends that are really close to me and you know they're the best warriors in asgard where are they not a single question like they didn't exist yeah so i know know. and then when asgard blew up i didn't really you should have cared like i i I, I saw Superman, you know, Christopher Reeve's Superman, and, and I cared about Krypton, and it was on screen for like five minutes. So Yeah, but there wasn't a joke in the – there was like 60 <laughs> jokes in the first five minutes. Yeah, that's – Like the, nobody was nobody was farting in that like <laughs> sentencing scene. <laughs> no one's like, no one's like Jarrell, dude, you're fucking fat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jarrell, your fly's open. Oh, I made you look. Yeah. Well, your dick's hanging out. <laughs> 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 yeah, there was, yeah, so <laughs> it really took me out of like the movie. Um I did like the interaction between Thor and Hulk, but it was just too much. Yeah. They had, you know, they had it, Hulk talking a lot. I was like, shit. I didn't I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that at all. I just thought it was like that they made Hulk oh, act like a big child and then, and at then, certain parts. And then and then after all that like he's like, "How did you get here?" And you're thinking, "Oh shit, like yeah, how did he get there?" And he just goes Quinjet, and I'm like, well, "Wait, wait, what does that mean?" Like the Quinjet yeah, can show fly you later. in space. Yeah, they showed you later that it was like he, he. I guess he got like sucked up, like Valkyrie found her or found him, and just like stole him. Yeah, but like, how did the Quinjet get there from Earth? That makes no sense. I I don't know. Yeah. They don't they don't really tell you. No, so he just goes Quinjet, and you're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Thanks for the explanation, Hulk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was... I, there, there were there was a lot of lines in this movie that if they were not telling so many jokes would have worked a lot better. Really would have so, worked so better. The things that I really liked, I liked the um, the warriors that he was stuck with. It was Korg, and then yep. that, and then that knife. But again, they were supposed to be a used. comic relief type people. Yeah, but the... then you have like three other people's in the same scene telling jokes. Everybody's comic relief in this movie. Every single The only one that person. wasn't, I think the only person that wasn't was Kate Blanchett. Yeah, she wasn't. And honestly, Thor shouldn't be like that. It, it's Loki. Loki's the, the, the one that's sarcastic and dick, Right, he's the dickish. god of mischief. Yeah, exactly. And the, the warriors, they didn't tell jokes for the sake of telling jokes. They were just, they were just, you know, funny because of the shit that they were saying. It was just yeah. like the 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 biggest laugh for me. One of the only laughs that I had is when he's like, he's like, "Why are you carrying that thing?" He's like, "Oh, I stepped on him and I killed him." And then and then and then he's like, "Then I just decided to pick him up and I just kept, I just I haven't put him back down, <laughs> you know." And and then the guy wakes up and he's like, "Oh shit, you're alive!" I yeah. fucking lost it. It was the funniest <laughs> thing. He's like, "Oh, I stepped on him." And yeah. he just started to decide to carry him. Yeah. Yeah, that- yeah, there's funny things like that. But, like, by that point in time, you're, like, you're actually trying not to laugh anymore because we're trying not to be so, like, you know, joke fucking worn out, you know? Because there's a joke even at the end. Yes. Oh, so the other thing that didn't work for me was uh, Doctor Strange. That was fucking weird. I didn't I didn't get that either. Well, that for because Doctor Strange was in... Or Thor was in Doctor Strange. Well, they had the, to figure out the, some way to. Well, it was the same, uh, the same scene at the the, right. the last kind of yeah, the beginning. And but that whole interaction with the way they're talking felt so scripted. It was didn't look natural. It was the one scene in the whole movie that actually didn't look natural at all. It was it was weird. Um, it, it felt like Cumberbatch 
couldn't do that type of material. Either that or it was like the first scene that he filmed as Doctor Strange or some shit. He didn't he didn't have the He looked good though. He looked, he looked fucking good, great right? and some of the yeah. shit he was doing was was cool, but again it was all jokes. It was like yeah. he kept he like the jokes like don't take my hair. I'm like he's gonna just pull his strand of hair out right now. Yeah, and the and the joke was like every second they were they were teleporting all over the place looking for books, and he kept he kept dropping drink you know dropping his beer or whatever. I was like right. okay okay you did this like six seven times in a row now right it was because because right before then you had the rope choke like two or three times right yeah and then now you're getting this overplayed teleportation joke over and over again too. Yeah. You know, I, I did I did laugh um when he punked Loki a little like a little bit because you know Loki's the one with all the magic mm-hmm. and Doctor Strange just bitches him you know during it <laughs> which was pretty funny to yeah, me. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um but again right after that you you were supposed to go and witness, you know, Odin's death and which is supposed to be which is really to, like, you know, poetic and all that stuff but it just didn't work. I didn't feel any kind of mo- any kind of emotion behind it at all. Yeah, it, it it felt on the same level. Like still seeing Odin die because you know he, he um, he's Anthony Hopkins has been with the series since the beginning, but still seeing Odin die was kind of emotional, but not like how it should have been. It felt like Dumbledore when he died in the movies. Oh yeah, how that was really not done well. No, in the book almost the book, as book, bad as more... Goblet of. Yeah, it was as bad as the Goblet of Fire thing when he fucking attacks Harry. Yeah, yeah, it's like, out of it's out of character, not, yeah. right? No, but again, like, I guess I'm complaining about it so much because we don't get to complain about Marvel movies a lot. No, you know, even Guardians of the Galaxy with the stupid ending that it had, I really enjoyed myself in that movie. Like, it was fun, and I expect Guardians to be like that. And I don't mind the lighter Thor. So that, but he, somebody needs to play the serious person. And the only time they were serious was when they were fighting. And that was it. Yeah. So any other time outside of them not fighting, they're, they're, they're just telling jokes left and right. So it, it, that's the part that bothers me the most is, is that if it was so out of place, it was too out of place for me. There was a good, and movie, if, there was a good movie in there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will give, how do you say that the director's name? Uh, with Titi or uh, with, his first with name T-T. with Titi is his last name. Um, I don't remember. Um, I, don't I think he did a really good job in the movie. There's there's certain there's a lot of visuals in this movie that kind of blew me away. Yes, um, that definitely the Valkyrie Hella scene that was awesome. Oh my god, that it was, was like unbelievable. A, it was like a painting. I mean, it was yeah, beautiful. I mean it was gorgeous. Yeah, and uh, I love that scene. Um, it was all CG. I don't know if he was actually the one that envisioned that sequence, but if he did, great job. Um, there are certain scenes like um, I, I actually liked. Oh my god, I actually liked the uh, the end sequence. It didn't seem too over the top when they brought back that monster. Oh, I thought yeah. it made it made sense. And I just remembered the fucking part where I rolled my eyes and the, and the people around me couldn't stop laughing was when Thor comes back and he sees. Um, he sees uh, the reenactment of Thor Dark World where Loki, you know, they have a fake... Loki is fucking Matt Damon. Oh, God, that was pretty funny. It took me so fucking out of the movie. You were laughing at I, that? I, I laughed for a second, and then it just kept going and going, and then I was like, yeah. okay, this is too over the top. 
I saw Matt Damon in there, and I was like, "That's Matt Damon. He's it, not. That's not an Asgardian. That's fucking it, Matt Damon." It reminded me. It reminded me of the beginning of Goldmember with all the cast, you know, like pretending to be. Oh uh, yeah. And so, like, I first saw him, I, I I giggled out loud, and then and then it just kept going and going, and I was like, "This is way over the top, man." And then nobody in the audience like see like recognizes Thor when <laughs> yeah. he's just like standing there in the audience. Yeah. People are like, oh, it's Thor. Nobody says a fucking word. No, and, and also... When, Every, when, people are actually looking at him like, who the fuck are you? And also, wouldn't you think that the people at that point, after two years of Loki being Odin, wouldn't they be like, Odin, why are you doing this? You know, because like, yeah. like Odin used to be a hard ass. Now you're fucking just sitting here drinking beer and, and being an, you know, being a weirdo. And he's like fully playing up the... They even got Anthony Hopkins to tell jokes, even though it's Loki doing it. But you would think Loki would have been a little bit more, you know, not as a little bit more careful about it. Even Anthony Hopkins telling jokes. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck, um, man. Yep. You know, the other thing I I liked Valkyrie up to a certain point when all of a sudden she just decided to change sides, like immediately. I think that yeah, that was a quick that was a quick turn. It was a really quick transition, and I would have liked for her to do it because she had no other choice. Right. Like write it in a way where she had to do it, Back and then she comes, yeah. and then she comes around and realizes that she really needs to be in this fight. Yes, that would have been that would have fit her character a lot better for me, anyway. Yeah, I think um, so too. But I, again, like everybody in this individually is really even Hemsworth, who he's just given the material or told what to do basically to improv these lines or go for an improv session right here, but he does a really good job doing it. It just felt really out of fucking place. Yeah. I felt like that viral video of him having a roommate, it didn't stop when he was telling <laughs> yeah, jokes. Yeah, it, was, it was just the same and th- and that's, Thor telling jokes. And that's the thing. Thor telling jokes sporadically just here and there works, but him telling jokes throughout the whole thing doesn't work. And he's supposed no. to be kind of, I mean, not, I mean, Captain America is the straight man, but he, but you know, Thor is like the, the, you know, he's supposed to be. He's like a Shakespearean serious person. Yeah, basically. He, yeah, he is. With every now and then, he 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 says something that's, you know, rather like the line rather in funny. the Avengers. Yeah, exactly. But it works there because he's not doing that throughout the movie. He breaks that ice of his character, and it's really good when they do that. You know, um, like that one scene where um, in Batman Returns, we've talked about it, where. When Bruce Wayne is Bruce Wayne, when Michael Keaton is Bruce Wayne, he's Bruce Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. But then in the Batsuit, he's always serious. And there's that great scene in Batman Returns where the the button's not working. He's about to drive through that really thin alleyway. Oh, yeah. And he breaks he, he breaks, breaks the Batman, and he's like, all right, now I'm a little worried. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that fucking line worked really well for me because as Batman, you knew he was going to be serious. He wasn't telling so many jokes. Right. And again, there's there's lines in this movie. I paid close attention to it just to try to not ignore it, but I wanted to see what else I didn't like about it. There's lines in this movie that are really funny, but they were not funny anymore to me because I was expecting it every five seconds. It's like now. A oversaturation, essentially. Exactly, it's like and this desensitized. Right, and but again, what's crazy about this movie is that there's a really good story in there. Yeah. There's it's, not major plot holes, but there are certain there are plot holes. We're disappointed in the completely opposite way of like we're probably going to be disappointed of Justice League. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, but but expected, you know. Like you don't like if Batman were to tell a hundred jokes in a movie, you'd have been like, 
which he probably will, judging by the fucking trailer. Yeah, I know. I mean, the one, the one where he's like, "Where's what's your superpower?" And he's like, "I'm rich." I giggled. I was like, "Ah, that's pretty cool." I'm like, but then maybe there's like 50 other jokes besides that, or like, why didn't they just leave that out of the trailer and put that? Like, there's that scene in the there's that other scene the 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 counter the counter that really cool line that he says that I'm rich. But before that, you had already ruined that scene by showing a scene where Bruce Wayne was telling another joke, right. where he's re- he's fucking recruiting the Flash as Bruce Wayne, which is fucking retarded in itself. And the Flash is like, you know, I'll join your group, and Batman and Bruce Wayne's like, you will, like all surprised and shit. Yeah, like that's a, okay. No, you wouldn't be all surprised. You'd be like, good, let's go. You wouldn't yeah, be like, we got, all... we got work work to do. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh my lord! I'm already, I'm cringing anyway. so hard. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to Thor Ragnarok. Yes. So, <laughs> so every individual performance in this in this movie is really well done. But again, the grandmaster grandmaster scenes. Every single one of his scenes, he would have stole the entire movie from me had I not listened to sixty jokes before I saw him. Yeah, totally. And Jeff Goldblum's god, man. He's a god. He's he's so awesome. He's really great in this movie. Kate Blanchett's really awesome in this movie too. She, they finally get a good villain. Somebody finally finds a good villain and a great actress to play her, and she gets lost for most of the movie. Yeah. Oh, and then um, and then and then uh, what's his name? Um, uh, uh, the guy who plays Scourge. Oh um, right, Keith Urban. Keith Urban, right from uh, Lord of the Rings and is it Star Trek? Wait, it's Carl. It's Carl Urban. Carl no, Urban. Yeah, Carl Urban. Not, not the country singer. <laughs> Wait, is it Carl Urban or Keith Urban? I think it's the singer? Car- I think Keith Urban's the singer. I think Carl. Okay, Urban's so it's Carl singer. Urban is the yeah, actor. Bones, Bones, essentially. Bones, whatever. Yeah, Star Trek. The guy who played yeah. Judge Dredd. <laughs> yeah, he 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 seemed to be the only one in the movie that actually had a character arc. Um, yeah, but like you know, in the beginning he was serving uh Gila and then toward the end he's like fuck this and uh gives his life actually uh, he that's the other thing Gila is a fucking badass like I was scared every time she came on screen she was throwing those knives and shit because she was cold and how she oh, did shit oh my god but but she had unlimited weaponry it's like you were yeah. out of your mind scared You're like how are they going to defeat this woman she's just like just tearing it up you know and uh and but they just they d- diminish her you know evilness by all those jokes and that was you know that that was disappointing to me i thought god man there's just if we could just tone down the jokes by like you know 30 40% this movie would have been just fucking awesome because yeah. i wanted that i wanted that emotion like every time i get, i would get an inch of that emotion of like either scared or sad or anything, even I would just on the precipice of it, somebody would come around and like tell a joke or do right. something silly, you know, a lot, yep. a lot of silliness too. It wasn't just like, you know, them telling jokes like Rodney Dangerfield or something like that. It was just the part that the part silliness. that it, this is the, this is the part that bothered. This is the Thor Ragnarok's issue for me in a nutshell. They're in the middle of the battle, right? And, Hulk or Bruce Banner realizes that if he turns into the Hulk one more time, he's going to get stuck as the Hulk. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, well, he's going to jump out of the, he's going to jump out of the plane and fucking change. It would be so awesome. If he changed in midair and fucking tackled that wolf thing. Mm-hmm. But he fucking like, and, but I predicted it when he, when he realized he was going to fucking do this, I'm like, he's not going to change. He's going to fall flat on his fucking ass on this ground. And everybody in the theater is going to laugh. Yep. 
And lo and behold, there's the fucking joke right in the middle of the scene where they're about to die. That, Everybody's about to die. And that joke would have killed. It would have killed if they hadn't had 100 jokes right before that. that yeah. Because yeah, that would point, have been yeah. so fucking funny. Yep. Um, <clears throat> in fact, there was a lot of times in the movie where I was like, oh, my God, that would have been so funny if I didn't hear 6,000 jokes right before it, because well, the, again, the best, the, the, this, the, again, the, the dick joke scene where he's like, he's like, it's in my brain now. I, I thought that was a really clever line, but Thor had already told me 40 jokes beforehand. Yeah. You know, even in the scene where he's like, you know, you, you, I'm, you know, I'm Thor, son of Odin, God of thunder. You will not touch my hair. And then, you know, it's Stan Lee. And then he he whimpers down. He's like, "Please, kind sir, don't cut my hair." And I'm like, "Come on, man." Yeah, they need to kind of. Um, I love Stan Lee, but man, th- those those cameos are getting more and more ridiculous by the day. I'm well, Guardians of the Galaxy two kind of ruined that cameo. I didn't. You know, some people love that cameo. I didn't like that cameo at all. I liked the Guardians of the Galaxy one because it made him. He made him seem like the Watcher, right? But then, like, it didn't. It kind of they. It kind of ruined Thor's one if you kind of know that he was the watch. Like well, one of the they watchers. needed just ended his cameos right then and there. Then you're like, oh shit, he was the watcher the whole time. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Because now every time you see him, he's like, okay, he's is he the watch? He's still the watcher. Is this still happening? Right. You know. Um, so let me let's see. <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's go over let's go over ratings because all right, I think I think the ratings will we'll, we'll talk a little bit more during the ratings too. So let's go over diversity. Uh, um, not a lot of diversity, all white. No, people. other than Valkyrie, right. um, I think it's pretty Casper. Don't you think? Uh, yeah, Asgard Asgard is pretty Casper. Um, you know, there's Idris Elba in this, um, but it it's not. No, you know what? All the main speaking roles, it's it's kind of a mix in there. So for me, I think I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Jan gonna, Brady. Jan Brady, maybe Jan Brady Light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I can agree there. Um, so what's your your movie rating? Since I gave the first impression, what's, chain, your, chainsaw, what's your chainsaw? Well, this is out of five, right? I always, yes. I always forget. Um, I'd, I'd say three and a half out of five for me. Um, okay. It would have been higher if there was less jokes. <laughs> it sounds so stupid to say that, but it's not a comedy. It's not. It's also, I think, on second and third viewings, I think I'll probably settle into this movie. But for the first viewing, I was really surprised on how much uh, they went the other direction from tonal perspective. They they went with a completely silly and funny tone when there was a lot of serious shit happening in this movie. Yeah. And so that really, that it would have got a way higher ratings if they just would have toned down the humor, which again, from us, from us really anyway, silly. it yeah. seems like everybody thoroughly enjoyed the break. That's, that's great. You know, that's fine. Um, we're about to get um, into some serious shit, you know, when we get into right. infinity war and black Panther looks fairly serious as well. Yeah. So my rating, my I got I'm going to go with three lightsabers. Um, the performances are really well done. The the story, the overarching story of the movie is is pretty good. Um, I just like I've said the whole podcast, I really have a problem with how much they broke away from the seriousness of Thor. And it doesn't happen. And I'm not saying it has to be like fucking the Dark Knight serious. I'm just saying like 
within the Marvel realm, Thor was a more serious character, and this is the most serious movie out of all the movies that he's been in, mm-hmm. and it 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 borderlines being a comedy first before action adventure. Yeah, because think about that opening sequence where he's like sitting in the cage talking to a fucking skeleton. You know, like that that entire sequence is a joke. Right there, you're getting a joke before he even does the the spinning chain joke. Right. You know, so right away they they set the tone that this is a comedy. No tension. More than anything. No tension at all in this. Movie. No, because it doesn't let you breathe with it. So, but again, that's that's why I'm giving it three stars. It's still, it's it's still better than Batman v Superman. It's better than Suicide Squad. But I, I was I was disappointed because of how many jokes there were. Yeah. that's really funny to say that, but it's true. It's like they're, they actually had a good story and they just didn't let it develop. They didn't. It's like, they didn't have faith. Do you like it better than this? Yeah. I don't know. No, I I think they wanted to go a different way. And not that I don't think they had faith in the story because it is a pretty good story. Do you like this movie better than the second Thor? Um, that's really tough because I, here's the weird thing is that I remember dark world more than I do this movie, and I just watched this movie like three days ago. Yeah. So I remember Dark. I haven't watched Dark World in about two years, and I remember more of that movie than I do this movie. Like I, I honestly was so flabbergasted watching this movie. I think there was just so much going on, so much jokes, so much stuff going on that I had a hard time tonight remembering half of it. And so again, I'm gonna have to watch it a few more times. You know, when it comes out, I'm not gonna go pay to watch this movie again. I'll I'll wait till it comes out on DVD or whatever. But um, I'll be honest with you. I remember the other two Thor movies, which I've watched way less than any of the other movies in the MCU. Um, I remember those more. Uh, they they have more to remember about them. But this one, um, again, I, I'm having a hard time remembering a lot of the stuff that, that happened. But I do like the story. This is one of the better stories in all the 18 movies. It really is. And one of the better, if not the best villain that they've had so far. And, uh, and they kind of just, they kind of ruined it by, you know, making it too jokey. Yeah. uh, They did fix. They, I think they fixed a few problems in the MCU timeline too. mm -hmm. Like there's that one scene where Hela is going through the weapons vault and, she throws down the infinity gauntlet and says it's a fake. The fake, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's so. That's all right, cool. that fixes the first one because the first movie they they just threw it in there well, as an Easter egg. But here's the other problem with that is that why was the tesseract still there? Why was one of the oh, infinity stones the, it, was still there? The tesseract is still there because wait a minute, why? Yeah, because remember in the first Avengers he takes it back to Asgard. Right, but if uh, but in the end of Avengers, uh, Age of Ultron. Uh, would so it wasn't there the same time as the gauntlet because Thanos grabbed no. the gauntlet at the end of uh, Ultron, so the Tesseract wasn't there. No, no, no. That that's not that gauntlet that you see at the end of Ultron. That's on Thanos's ship or whatever. Oh, I it's thought, not. It's not in the weapons vault. Oh, I thought he. I thought that scene was him. Like, if you need to do something, you know, if you need something done right, you do it yourself. I thought he was yeah, taking that, it out of Thor's vault. No, 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 because then they would have addressed that. In, in this so movie. he had it the entire time, and then there's a, and the, that's the fake that's in Thor's. Well, here's the thing: when when they shot that scene in in uh, in Thor, they just threw it in there as an Easter egg. That was all it was. It was in just the, an Easter in egg. The first and it Thor. hadn't. 
Okay. In the first Thor, right. And then they took this opportunity in this movie to actually fix that because when they when you finally found out that it was going to be Thanos, you're like, whoa, whoa wait a minute. If he's going to be Thanos and they're chasing Infinity Stones, why, how could the Infinity Gauntlet be on Asgard already? Because if you look online, that was everywhere when you, when you finally found out it was going to be Thanos. Mm-hmm. So everybody was, you know, all the fans were like, well, you're, how are you going to explain that away? And then finally they explained, because they all, again, the only reason that the Infinity Gauntlet is in Thor was just an Easter egg for fans. Oh, it so, had nothing so to do with the actual storyline. So they didn't know they were going to do the Thor, the Thanos thing. I guess not. On. I um, guess not because they would have never approved it, I don't think. Yeah. So then when fans saw it, they were like, well, what the fuck? It's already it, – the Infinity Gauntlet's already completed. It's on It's on Asgard. So they took this movie to fix that scene. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. Okay. Because so, I just remember like when she walked by it said fake, I'm like, oh, perfect because – he already took it. Right, because it didn't make and sense. And then they walked right. by the Tesseract. Oh, for you, right. Yeah, and then they walked by the Tesseract, and I was like, well, wait a minute. Why didn't he grab that, too? So I was, <laughs> I was really confused. I was like, I was like, oh, shit, I think I caught them in a, in a you know, they messed up. But no, okay. So he, yeah, had, he so Thanos had the real Infinity Got the entire time. Right. Okay. Right, right. I got gotcha. you. So, so I, heard, I heard the Infinity War is going to be like a heist movie. Um, that's what I read somewhere that Russo brothers had said it was going to be like a heist. I think it would work that way. So in other words, Thanos is probably running around, you know, and I think he's got minions too. I don't think he's the one actually grabbing all the infinity stones. Well, that's what I was thinking when the, when Asgard blew up, I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. There's an infinity stone over there. Right. Maybe. Yeah. What what happened to it? Did they grab it or does it float floating around and shit with all the, unless, uh, no, Loki didn't even look. Loki was on that ship, so unless he grabbed the unless he grabbed it and like hit it somewhere on the ship, yeah. Oh, it, bl- it blew up with Asgard, and that's the other thing. So we didn't uh, talk about the the cutscenes. Um, one of them was oh. a complete waste. It was just the Grandmaster. Um, right, that was the end end credits. Yeah, the second one it looked like it looked like the people were about to you know trounce him or whatever. Um, which which reminded me of like. Wasn't didn't Grandmaster kind of remind you of Trump a little bit, um, <laughs> and then it just looked like the people were just gonna like you know he made all these promises right nothing happened and then at the end the people looked like they were about to kill him. Right. Um, the other thing, so the other cutscene that was big, I didn't quite understand until I you know again after you watch the movie, you run to the internet, start looking at you know shit, and they explained or someone explained that the ship that came across that Thor came across was the Sanctuary 2, which is Thanos' ship. That's what I thought when I saw it. Yeah, I wasn't sure, but then that kind of revealed that. I was like, okay. And Ragnarok takes place before Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yes. So, because I... The reason why I thought that that was Thanos' ship, um, mainly because you see him, you know, all fucked up in... uh, Is it the end of... No, there was no cutscene in no Guardians cut of the Galaxy. No, there wasn't. Oh, you know why I saw why I thought that is because the the I saw leaked footage from the Comic Con. Oh, from the Infinity War trailer where it shows yep. Thor smack up against the Guardian yeah, ship. That's where I remembered it. Yeah. yeah, so that's probably how they segue. But Guardians Two might have happened right around the same time as Asgard blowing up, yeah. or you know, it's. it's it's the yeah. end of the movie is probably the beginning of that scene. Yes. It, it might it might open up with Thor and the Guardians. 
in right. in Infinity War. That's what it kind of seems like to me. But yeah, I mean that that just goes. That's not a good ending for anybody on that ship. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. No. I, I think the rumor is that they're going to clean a lot. They're going to clean a lot of house in the in the, uh, the Infinity War movie. It sounds like it. a few few deaths. Well, I mean, you got Thor lost an eye, so I'm like, well, I think he's fucking dead. <laughs> and I think, but Captain America is signed on. Chris Evans is signed on through Avengers Four. So that's the other thing that kind of bugged me. I was like, why did they announce the cast of Avengers Four? So now, like, the Infinity War doesn't have as much tension in it if you already know who's going to make I didn't it. Pay atten- I haven't paid attention to who's in it. I've stayed away so, from it. So, yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. But uh, next movie up uh, for the MCU is uh, Black Panther, which I assume is going to take place right after Ultron or have some flashbacks or whatever it is. Um, it won't or after civil war it's not going to segue into uh oh after civil war right it's not going to segue into infinity war unless they i mean it looks like it's its own story which i'm okay with yeah i'm okay with that too i actually i'm i'm probably looking forward to that movie more than i looked forward to this movie but um i mean this movie is what it is it's in there now it it's it's unfortunate that it was so silly but i think like i said i think over time, I might like this movie a little bit more now that I'm I, once I settle into it because it was kind of a shock to the system. I was like, "Holy shit! Why is this so fucking? Why are they trying to be so funny all the way through?" It's like yeah. it's like a sitcom, you know. And I didn't, get, yeah, I, I didn't like get a, it. I, I mean, we've said on the podcast <laughs> before, or, or I have, that I was I'm really worried about the the improv parts. Yeah, um, just not fitting the tone of of. Who Thor is or what Thor is and like I said it, the, a lot of the jokes would have worked if you weren't hearing so many jokes yeah. from Thor or from everybody but whatever next movie up for us is what uh, uh, Justice uh, League I think yeah Justice League and then uh, yeah so yeah there's some uh, there's some good stuff coming up and, and then of course Last Jedi and then the end of the year which I'm, I'm really interested now to find out how our lists have changed from the beginning mm-hmm beginning of the year to the end. So yeah, be interesting anyway. Well, <clears throat> looks like that's it for Thor Ragnarok. Um, that was episode one Oh seven of chew on this, a nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Nick. Till next time folks chew on that later. <laughs> <laughs>